This is the BBC. This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. I have a secret. I wore the wrong foundation for years. Then I discovered Il Maquillage, the boldest new brand in beauty. With 20,000 five-star reviews and 50 shades of flawless coverage, their Woke Up Like This foundation is a bestseller for a reason. It's tough buying foundation online, but their Power Match quiz matched me perfectly. And with Try Before You Buy, you can try your shade free for 14 days. Take the quiz at ilmakiage.com slash quiz. That's I-L-M-A-K-I-A-G-E dot com slash quiz. This is a download from BBC Learning English. To find out more, visit our website. Hello and welcome to News Review. I'm Neil and joining me from her lockdown studio on the other side of London is Catherine. Hi, Catherine. Hello, Neil, and hello, everyone. Yesterday's story is about COVID-19. A half a million people around the world have now sadly died with coronavirus. Now, don't forget, if you want to test yourself on any of the vocabulary that you learned today, there's a quiz on our website at bbclearningenglish.com. OK, let's find out some more about that story from this BBC World Service news bulletin. More than half a million people worldwide have now lost their lives as a result of the coronavirus pandemic. By far the worst affected country is the United States, with more than 125,000 deaths. Yes, that's right. Now over a half a million people around the world have died from coronavirus, with the USA topping the tables with 125,000 deaths in that country alone. Okay, well, you've been looking at the media and uh, checking out what language is being used around this story. What have you got for us? Yes, today we have death toll, milestones and grim. Death toll, milestones and grim. So your first headline, please, Catherine. Yes, of course. Now, we're starting today right here in the UK with the BBC. The headline is... Coronavirus, COVID-19 death toll hits 500,000 worldwide. Death toll. Number of people who have died because of a particular event. Yes, there are two parts to this word. In fact, there are two words. The first word is death, D-E-A-T-H, and the second word is toll, T-O-L-L, or as some people like to pronounce it, Toll. So you can say toll or toll. I prefer toll. Neil, what do you like to say? I think I say toll. Death toll. Yes, a lot of people prefer toll, but you will hear toll as well. Now, death is a noun form of the verb to die. To die, to lose your life. The opposite of live is die. The opposite of life is death. The word toll... T-O-L-L has a meaning attached to um, payment or cost or price. Now, Neil, you know what a toll road is, don't you? Yeah, a toll road or a toll bridge is one that you have to pay to use. Uh, Pay with money, actual money. In this sense, we're talking about a different kind of cost, aren't we? Yes, so a toll road, a toll bridge, a toll gate is something that you pay money to use. Um, So it's this idea of payment or cost. Now this disease, COVID-19, 
has taken a toll. It's taken a payment, if you like, and the payment has been in human lives. So we use the the adjective, sorry, the noun death, death toll to say that this disease has taken a payment in form of life. Now, this is an extremely common expression, isn't it? You will see it and hear it in news reports connected to any kind of um, event which causes death. Yes, it's not just to do with illness. It can to do with, it is about accidents, disasters, um, things like volcanoes, earthquakes, landscape, landslides, where a large number of people are killed. We talk about the death toll in the earthquake or the death toll as a result of um, the explosion. We also use it to do with traffic accidents, plane crashes, always where something bad happens, a number of people die, we talk about the death toll. Yeah, and although we've established that it's uh, very commonly used, uh, and you'll see it a lot in headlines, it's not necessarily something that you would use in a in a converse, in, in informal conversation. That's right. Everybody, I mean, it's a very, very common expression, the death toll, but it doesn't translate so easily to everyday spoken conversational English. So I wouldn't say to you, Neil, oh my goodness, have you heard about the traffic accident? The death toll was six. You would say, oh my goodness, Neil, six people died in the traffic accident. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, let's get a summary of that. Time now for our second headline, please, Catherine. Yes, and we're now looking at the United States. We have a headline from KSTP.com. World hits coronavirus milestones amid fears worse to come. Milestones, important events in the development of something. Yes, milestones, M I L E. S-T-O-N-E-S, milestones. Two parts to this word. The first word, mile, M-I-L-E, that's a measurement of distance. A mile is a little bit longer than a kilometre. And then stones. Stones are those hard minerals. Um, You know what a milestone is, Neil, if you're travelling somewhere, don't you? Yeah, so literally a milestone... As a kind of old-fashioned road sign, I suppose. It's a stone uh, on the way to a destination, let's say London, and it might have an, a number on it, 15. And that means yeah. 15 miles to London. Exactly. A stone on the side of the road with the word number 15 means that you're 15 miles away from your destination. So it marks a point on the journey, a significant point on the journey. It doesn't say 15 and three quarter miles and five yards. It says exactly 15. So a milestone is a significant stage on a journey, a significant event in the progress of something. So the event here is the half a million deaths. And coronavirus is the journey or the progression or the thing that's happening. So a significant event in the progress of something. Now, we often use milestone um, in positive senses you can, in, in, to mark important events in people's lives. For example, Neil, you're, you're a parent. 
Can you think of some milestones in children's lives that most parents would mark or yes, celebrate? Yes, of course. Um, for example, the first day at school is a milestone for any young child. Um, learning to ride a bicycle is another milestone. Yes. These types of yeah. things, major life event. Yes, major life event and starting university, getting married, things like that. You can also use milestones in a business context to represent important developments or progressions in the in the progress of a business. So your 10,000th sale would be a milestone. Um, a share price hitting a certain point would be a milestone. Um, launching a new product would be a milestone. So significant events in the development of something are milestones. Okay, let's have a summary of that. There are, of course, plenty of bad news stories around coronavirus, but there are a few positive things some people say have happened. Uh, we've got a link to one of those stories, haven't we, Catherine? That's right. Uh, cyclists are now being encouraged and supported in many places as a result of the coronavirus pandemic. So click the link below to go to the story and find out more. OK, let's have your next headline. And we're still in the USA. Investing.com is running the headline, Dollar Retreats Even As COVID-19 Numbers Reach Grim Milestone. Grim. Unpleasant. Yes. So we've got that word milestone again. And this time, before it, we have the adjective Grim, G-R-I-M, grim. So um, what does that word make you think when you listen to the sound of it, Neil? Well, I think this is a word that sounds bad. It sounds like something unpleasant is happening or is being described. There's something about the feeling of it. It sounds a bit just bad. Bad, yeah. It's, it might be something to do with the gr sound at the beginning, like it reminds you of the sound, the word grey. But if something's grim, it's bad, it's unpleasant, it's depressing, it's not good news, it could be worrying. There's a little bit of nuance for the context, depending on the context, but generally it's a negative word. You don't want to hear the word grim. You don't want grim things in your life. Unfortunately, they do happen. So this bad, negative, unpleasant, worrying milestone, those ideas are summed up in the word grim. And there's lots of uses of grim. And um, what kind of weather have we got today, Neil? It's a bit grim today. I, you know, I'm wearing a kind of winter shirt because it's so cold. In June? Uh, even though it's almost July. Right. And is it, what colour is the sky? Grey. Grim grey. Yeah. So the weather, if it's a little bit miserable, raining, grey, you can't see the sun, it's colder than it should be. We can call that a grim day or grim weather. We could also use it to describe people's expressions. If somebody has a grim look on their face, they are not happy about something. The kind of look that you don't want to see, Neil, from your kids' teachers, do you? No, I don't want to go to a parents' evening and have a grim-faced teacher facing me. No, because you know they're going to say something bad. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. OK, let's have a summary. 
Catherine, let's have a summary of our vocabulary. Yes, we started off with death toll, the number of people who have died because of a particular event. Next, we had milestones, important events in the development of something. And finally, today we had grim, meaning unpleasant. You can find News Review and all sorts of other brilliant content from BBC Learning English all over our social media channels, can't we? Can't you, Catherine? Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and Twitter. Excellent. Join us there and see you next week. Stay safe. Bye. I have a secret. I wore the wrong foundation for years. Then I discovered Il Maquillage, the boldest new brand in beauty. With 20,000 five-star reviews and 50 shades of flawless coverage, their Woke Up Like This foundation is a bestseller for a reason. It's tough buying foundation online, but their Power Match quiz matched me perfectly. And with Try Before You Buy, you can try your shade free for 14 days. Take the quiz at ilmakiage.com slash quiz. That's I-L-M-A-K-I-A-G-E dot com slash quiz.